0: Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock it's just about 534 and the Rolling Stones on Rock 102.
1: Oh, we're looking at a heat wave for the next couple of days. It's going to be sunny with a high of 34 today, tomorrow sunny and a high of 41. Damn. It's a lovely 6 in downtown Springfield. <laughs> it
0: might it might be a good day to go to the beach. Uh maybe. It might be uh, just that kind of day. Man, what a show today. Steve Weissman from Scamaside.com will be joining us. And then also Dave from Dave Soda and Pet City. That's a pretty jam-packed show. That's going to be one hell of a thing. And,
1: and, I don't know yet, because Scott Cohen doesn't know how to respond to me, but Ray Berry from White Lion Brewing might be here at 845. Oh, no kidding. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Fair enough. I I mean, you know, if Cohen can get his crap together and uh, try to... You know, work out the details. If he didn't surround himself
0: with such phonies. Well,
1: I've been working on this for like two days. And then, uh, you know, he doesn't respond. And then Ray doesn't respond. And then I'm like, well, I don't know. You told me Wednesday. Is this uh, factual information?
0: Fake news. No follow-up. Know. Who knows? No follow-up on that no. guy. It's just about 535 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. That's Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Fleetwood Mac and Rock 102. Things going to be heating
1: up today with a
0: high of 34.
1: Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 41. It is a lovely 8 in downtown Springfield.
0: Hey, uh, what do you say we hop right into some Hollywood
1: trash
2: with Steve Nagel of Rock 102?
1: So, uh, they think they know how Bob Saget died. Authorities believe Bob Saget died of a heart attack or a stroke. He was found lying face-up on his hotel bed with his left arm across his chest. There won't be an official diagnosis until toxicology results come
0: back in ten to twelve weeks. Do you uh, do you see some of the videos uh, posted the other day? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel did a like a little tribute to Bob Saget before the show. Yeah, and uh, you know he's choking up very, very close to Bob Saget. Yeah, very sad. And then I'm also seeing all these great uh, videos of. You know, Bob Saget and Norm MacDonald, you know, the two guys that died within a year of each other. That were best friends,
1: best, really. Best of friends, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty sad. I mean, he was such a great guy, and he just did so much good stuff. I was reading this thing about how he uh, kind of went under the radar and did a lot of charity work yeah. without people knowing that it was him, you know, being the driving force behind it. So that was pretty interesting to see. Uh, but, uh, you know, here, here, here we go again with the, the crime scene, what the crime scene looked like. Hey, what does it look like? Well, uh, law enforcement sources said that Bob was found lying face up in his bed with his arm across his chest and his right arm lying beside him. The hand on the chest could indicate a heart attack.
0: Uh, yeah, it could indicate a lot of things. Or it could be uh,
1: he just wanted to put his hand there. <laughs> or
0: maybe his hands were up
1: and they, and they <laughs> fell that way. But we won't uh, find out for uh, 10 to 12 weeks from now. So let's just wait. Okay. Uh, Steve Harvey uh, said he had to stop doing stand-up comedy because cancel culture would ruin his television career. Uh, Political correctness has killed comedy. Every joke you tell now, it hurts somebody's feelings.
0: You know what else would hurt your comedy career? Uh, Uh, Calling out the the wrong name during a beauty pageant. That would be pretty bad, too. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there was a couple other things that he did
1: that were like, okay, (laughs) you were doing fine on your own ruining your own stand-up comedy career. You didn't need us to do that for you.
0: I know, but every Steve Harvey mean just Mm. just makes me want to laugh.
1: Jeremy Renner has taught girls how to put tampons in and even learned Lamaze from his mom to help with the birth of his sister. Quote, I'm a badass dude because I was raised by badass women. Okay, um, mm-hmm. sure. He's on that. Uh, he was on that podcast with Dax Shepard, who I
0: cannot stand.
1: You don't like that guy, because uh, he's yeah, you know, with Kristen Bell, and, and then you,
0: you would like to be with Kristen well, Bell, yeah, yeah,
1: I know. Up until the the anal worms thing that she talked about last yeah, year. Yeah, see, now you don't want that any no, part of that. No, I don't so want let, any part let, of that. Let, let, let Dax, Dax have have his way with that. On uh, Dax's armchair expert, Jeremy said, uh, Being good with women is understanding women. I taught girls how to put tampons in. I just thought that was normal, but apparently it's not unless you're a gynecologist. Uh, I didn't know any better. I was just raised by women. Uh, my mom <laughs> taught me Lamas to help my,
0: me birth my sister. You could do what Larry David did. What? You read the directions on the, on the side of the box behind the oh, closed bathroom door
1: to, to the girl scout that's inside <laughs> and going oh oh okay
2: okay you pull the okay
1: so it goes yeah yeah,
0: yeah that's yeah, the way to that's do good it
1: stuff. that's good parenting jeremy is the oldest of seven siblings the two born after him are both sisters he also studied theater and psychology in college so he said quote the understanding of empowering a woman is important to me which is why he divorced his ex-wife, and she took half of his stuff. <laughs> I empowered her yeah, I empowered to take her. half of this stuff. I empowered her to increase her value. Uh, ben Affleck says he's done at least five movies that were bigger <laughs> flops than *Glee*, uh, and the movie uh, actually led him uh, led to better things for him because it convinced him to start directing, which has become quote the real love of my professional life." Which basically means he's box office poison. And I can drink uh, behind the camera. A lot, right? And play poker, and nobody will know. Isn't he sober now, though?
0: Or allegedly sober?
1: Well, a lot of people who say they're allegedly sober, right? Claiming uh, to be sober, yeah, yeah, supposedly he is. Dexter the New Blood is Showtime's biggest series ever. Across its 10 week run, the show averaged 8 million viewers. Along with the new show, Yellow Jackets, Dexter helped fuel the most streaming signups in a quarter for Showtime. Did you uh, did you see any of it? No, I haven't, I didn't even see the old one. You've never seen Dexter? I saw like one episode of Dexter. Oh my god, what a great series that is! I don't, uh, I don't have the time to watch things by myself. Like I have children in the house. Oh, they, I think
0: it's a perfectly friendly. No, it's not.
1: <laughs> family friendly show I mean there's a couple of movies that we've watched that I was like ooh hey you feel uncomfortable <laughs> watching stuff with your kids yes. you like I don't know about this one
0: all the all the time my kids were on a, a family guy kick for a while yeah. any, every now and then something yeah. happens in the family guy's like there must be something else we can do here
1: yeah i uh i i i, I don't really get into like show, I, I the last sh- like thing that I watched was that eleven twenty two sixty three that came out in twenty sixteen that yeah. I finally watched last year.
0: How oh, so timely! Maybe,
1: maybe I'll watch Dexter in about ten years from now.
0: Dexter's awesome, but you know the yeah. way they ended this final season. I don't, you know, uh, jump I, a, I don't know.
1: Jumping tracks here, not uh, a great show that I saw. and Maybe we'll talk about this in a little bit. Uh, Super Bob Einstein. Did you see that? Fantastic! Oh my god! Fantastic! I from the moment it started to the moment it ended, it, it was, was great. It was hilarious, and and he has some really great jokes that we can't tell. <laughs> I, uh, yeah,
0: we'll talk about it uh, yeah. some other time. But that, that that really was a great documentary.
1: Stevie Nicks will become the first female to headline the Bonnaroo Festival this June. Uh, the other headliners are Jay Cole and Tool, and tickets go on sale this Thursday. Well,
0: sign me up. Nah, I'm all set. You don't want to see Stevie Nicks? No, I don't want to travel to Bonnaroo. Where's that? I don't even know. But I don't feel like traveling right now.
1: Post Malone has an album ready to go, but his manager says the label is just sitting on it. Oh, like Potsy. Just sit yeah, on it. Yeah, sit on it and rotate. Yeah. He wants Potsy's fans to do somebody. Uh, Posty's fans. I said P- Potsy, right. but it's Posty's. Uh Quote, hit them up. Uh, we've been ready like you are. It's about damn time.
0: By the way, Bonnaroo is going to be in uh, Tennessee. Yeah, we can go there. There you go.
1: A uh, woman claims she returned a bag to Nelly containing three hundred thousand dollars, and he went, "Go, shorty, it's your birthday." <laughs> birthday. Um, he didn't really do that, did he? No, was it? Was that fifty? No, that was fifty cents. Yeah, it was fifty cents. Nelly did uh, hot, hot in here hair. yeah, right, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, three hundred. He, he only gave her a hundred dollar reward, but Nelly claims it never happened.
0: Well, what has Nelly done to justify anything more than a hundred dollar reward? Uh, in, in a while,
1: well, no, he didn't give. He didn't give more than a hundred dollars. Oh, I see. I yeah, thought that's he, that's, no, that's no, all. No. That's all
3: he could no, produce.
1: She finds the bag. He has three hundred thousand dollars in it. He only gives her a hundred bucks. I see. He probably needed that money though
0: for like you know tax evasion and all that. Well, that's stuff. what I'm like, thinking. That may be all that's left. When you're carrying three hundred
1: thousand dollars around in a knapsack,
0: yeah, I, which I would never do.
1: Uh, and that is your Hollywood trash on rock one Oh two. I am from
0: the couch brought to you by Rocky's
1: ace hardware Below with the king of snow getting errands at Rockies.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, remember yesterday when I told you about all the head coaching changes in the NFL and you remember me telling you that there were more coming? Well, I hate to say I told you so, but yesterday there was another NFL head coach who was forced to clear out his desk and hand over his keys. Yesterday, the New York Giants showed their head coach, Joe Judge, the front door where he was told never to return again. Apparently, there are some people within the Giants organization that were unsatisfied with the Giants record of four and 13. Nor were they particularly satisfied when he led the Giants to a six and 10 record last year. And so, Joe Judge joins an ever-growing list of guys who are currently out of work. And the Giants have now become the seventh NFL team to suddenly be on the lookout for somebody new. Now, obviously, Nobody becomes a head coach expecting to be employed forever. That simply doesn't happen. Unless, of course, you've won six Super Bowls and 17 divisional titles. But since that almost never happens, you have to wonder who the next round of future unemployed head coaches will be to fill these available positions in Jacksonville, Las Vegas, Minnesota, Miami, Denver, New York and Chicago. And what happens to the guys who have been let go? It's not like any of those teams are jumping after those guys who just let go. According to Andy Reid of the Kansas City Chiefs, he believes in the following advice. Be grateful that you are one of only 32 people in the world who are head coaches in the NFL. And with a bit of proper perspective, understanding that this is just a little bump in the road in this long journey of life. And while that is good advice, if I were one of these seven former head coaches who were canned, I'd be telling Andy Reid to mind his own freaking business. You see... I would likely be too consumed with anger and bitterness to see things in a rational way. And despite his logic and soothing nature, the last thing I'd want to hear were things like reason and optimism. I'd need at least a day or two to curse my enemies and pray for their continued failures. Only then could I even consider moving on with my life. Listen, I don't know Joe Judge from a hole in the wall, but if he's any sort of man at all, he's probably wishing for the worst for the New York Giants and for many years to come, and I can't say I'd blame them. But hey, an MMI Yappin Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. A six-piece Milwaukee screwdriver set, 20 bucks. A two-piece Milwaukee torque lock plier set, 20 bucks. It's Milwaukee's 20-buck tool sale. Really good deals on the Milwaukee hand tools right now at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 6:12 and rush on Rock 102.
1: It's gonna be mostly sunny today with a high of 34. Tomorrow sunny with a high of 41. It is now 10. Ooh, it's rising in downtown <laughs>
0: Springfield. <laughs> it's, it's, you can already feel it getting warmer. Yes, I can. Uh what a show today. Steve Weissman from scamaside.com will join us. Dave from Dave Sutton Pet City will join us this morning and there's a possibility of one other guest, but uh, that requires uh, Scott Cohen to let us know.
1: Yeah, I uh, I I I can't have him be the middleman anymore. No, you can't. You you can't. I mean, you you have to go direct, buddy. Let me swing my dead cat and see if I can hit a phony for you. Oh, here's Ray Berry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Ray is not a phony. Not a Ray phony. Ray is a very nice guy. I'm yeah. just saying, uh, you know, I'm making more fun of Cohen than I am of anybody else.
0: Listen, if Ray can't make it today, we'll have him any other day.
1: That's right. Um, you know, so we were talking during Hollywood trash that I was watching this uh, super Bob Einstein. Einstein. H- Einstein on, yeah. H- on HBO um, a couple of weeks ago uh, during the Christmas break, and I laughed. I don't think I've laughed that hard in
0: a long time. I uh, we're just talking off the air. You know, you, you forget how funny the Super Dave Osborne show was. Super, I,
1: Super Dave was brilliant. He was he was a brilliant comedian. He really was. And as stupid as it may look, you know, like some of the. You know, the dummy, you know, it was always a dummy. You know, yeah. he would always make it look like he was the one getting hurt and stuff like that. But in, in the context of it, it's hilarious.
0: The funniest thing about that show is, and, and I don't know if you felt this way, but I always did. Even though I knew there was going to be a payoff with every mm-hmm. stunt he did. I laughed more leading up to every stunt yeah. because I knew something funny was going to happen. Yeah. And I anticipated that no matter what he was going to get into, it was going to end brilliantly and and I would <clears throat> I would I would just, you know, laugh hysterically. But I be, it was that anticipation of what was coming up yeah. that I almost found to be just as satisfying on that show
1: he uh you know the everybody in the in that documentary you know they had like sarah silverman and jimmy kimmel and jerry seinfeld and his brother albert brooks larry david and yeah and i didn't know that either it was albert brooks and was there somebody else that was, there was, there was an, another brother there was another brother who didn't get into the show business no. uh, thing and neither did bob want to be in show business he was you know they talk about that in the documentary how he was so anti-show business and then all of a sudden he's working for the smothers brothers and right. uh, they're like wait a minute I th- and albert brooks was like wait a minute i thought you said you didn't want it. no 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 I, i'm calling the smothers brothers I'm going back
0: there <laughs> no the the, the the amazing part about it is you know albert brooks you know his reputation back in the uh, the 70s yeah what he, he was maybe one of the most brilliant stand-up comics ever even though he would tell you i really didn't like doing it but he was unbelievably funny and then you find out that you know bob einstein is his brother and you think what what that what must that house have been like with those two brothers uh, a, a dad who was uh, w- was also a comedian mm-hmm. and even the uh, the other the uh, the oldest brother was pretty funny too i mean just the whole damn family yeah was hilarious but there, there were some parts of this documentary which I, I i you know wish you had the opportunity to play back like some of the jokes he would tell that are absolutely unairable, well, the, but but genius
1: every time he tell, tells one. They were showing the joke that he did on Curb Your Enthusiasm when they had the Seinfeld reunion, right? And how they said that that was his personality off sc- off camera too, right? Like he he just would would push through to tell you the joke. <laughs> You know, and, and he'd be very descriptive. He was a very good story uh, joke storyteller. I, I, I if you put it that way, uh, but he tells that joke to Jerry Seinfeld, which I can't even repeat. But it's one of the funniest. Jo- if you Google "Curb Your Enthusiasm," uh, Bob Einstein
0: joke, it, it'll pop up there. There's a there's a moment in this documentary. Speaking of Jerry Seinfeld. So uh, Einstein is a guest on Comedians and Cars Drinking mm-hmm. Coffee, and they're at this uh, they're at this diner, and Bob Einstein is telling Jerry Seinfeld about the death of his father, and <laughs> Jerry, in the middle of this of this story, you know, Jerry says to one of the production assistants, "Hey, did, did we get that? There's a lot of noise in there. I want to make sure we got." you know bob saying oh, that yeah. and then bob just completely levels him. i'm telling a, a, an emotional <laughs> telling story it's, make, it's making me want to cry and you're talking you're talking nonsense to production technicians does the
1: mic work you know it, it was all this <laughs> stuff it was so funny but uh highly recommended documentary oh on, it was great uh, on hbo it was hbo i believe it was it was on uh but i really i haven't uh, what did i watch uh yesterday i started watching i told you i watched the um The Bill and Ted's uh, Face the Music? Yes. Man, that is the film of our time, my (laughs) friends. Really? Yeah. That good, huh? Well, Keanu Reeves is no longer, uh, like, what's his, Alex, what's his last name? Winter, right? Alex Winter. He is more believable as the, as the, uh, uh, was he bill i believe he was right
0: um it, he, well you're gonna have 50 50 chance well of either it right.
1: one i can't remember and even though i just saw the movie the other day right uh he actually plays the part like he did back in the early 90s keanu reeves is like this old man like trying to be his his 18 year old self <laughs> And it ain't working out for him. Well,
0: he's a 54-year-old man by now. But you can see, like, he's got Botox. Like, he just looks like
1: shiznit. Like, he just looks <laughs> like a like an old catcher's <laughs> mitt. And it's, I you know, I, I haven't seen this Matrix thing yet. No, either, no. But, you know
0: The one thing that I, that I, I mean, I, I watched a lot of TV while I was, uh, you know, quarantining and, and and all that. But one of the things I did see, which I thought was actually really interesting, mm-hmm. was this, uh, it's a four-part documentary called Monsters Inside the 24 Faces of Billy Milligan. Yeah. This uh, did you see this this one? No. So this it's a it's a it's a real story of a guy, this guy Billy Milligan, who was uh, a rapist with multiple personalities. You know, diagnosed as multiple personalities and it's all about um him getting caught and him being him actually being uh, legally insane in, in in his trial, and it just it's it's this real convoluted story, but it's fascinating. It's it's like, you know, here's a guy who's you know starts off with ten personalities, and they realize it's 24, and they, you know, he's yeah. in you know mental facilities for the pretty much the remainder of his life. Right, and uh, it was it was like you just you just as i'm watching it i'm trying to think well you know well how do you how do you take any level of responsibility if you have no recollection of what you've done because you suffer from this dissociative uh, personality disorder it's a remarkable story
1: yeah I, that's something i'd have to take a look into
0: yeah it takes a little bit of patience it's like i said you know four episodes but it's a uh, It's unbelievable.
1: The other thing I saw a trailer for uh, yesterday was uh, a documentary about the band. Not the last waltz, not the Martin Scorsese uh, uh, thing, but it's uh, uh, Once We're Brothers is the name of the documentary. Okay. So it looks really good, but then I'm reading the critics, and they're like, it still doesn't, you know, half, uh, half the members of the band aren't even there to defend themselves anymore. <laughs> so, you know, they're, they're, I don't, I haven't seen it yet, so apparently they're making accusations about things that could or could not be true right. based on it was just rumor, you know. So it would be interesting to see that, but Martin Scorsese is a producer on that show too, so I'm actually uh, really That's you know, interested to see
0: it. So, because The Last Walls is, like, one of the best mm-hmm. concert films ever. Yeah. And it's phenomenal.
1: And uh, if I get my way today, I'll watch uh, the rest of the Bill &
0: Ted movies. Well,
4: there the you other go. Two. yeah. Oh,
1: Bill and yeah. Bill & Ted's yeah. Excellent Adventure, Bill & Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure 2, and then uh, uh, I'll watch... Bill R-
0: & Ted Electric Boogaloo,
4: right?
1: Yes, I believe. <laughs> Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo, I believe that was the name of it.
0: So there you go. It's 621 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
4: Do you promise to love, honor...
0: It's 624 with uh, Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going
1: to warm up today with a high of 34. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 41. It is 10 in downtown Springfield.
0: I had so many uh, errands to run yesterday. Yeah. You know, I'm finally feeling well enough that you know I can do stuff, get out of the house, and uh, you know, be a productive member of society. Yeah. It was so stinking cold, and I felt that you know, no matter what I had on, it wasn't enough. And here, and here's this the- yesterday. This was yesterday. Uh, are you still sick? I, you know, I'm masked up, and uh, you know, I'm staying you know far away from people. But yesterday I found myself in the Longmeadow shops. Oh, the I, Longmeadow shops. And I got a I got a, a cup of coffee in uh, in Longmeadow. And uh, you remember we were talking about uh, you know kids and jackets, like they don't wear jackets anymore. Yeah, you were talking about that, right? I see. Uh, I see this woman with two little kids walking out of uh, I think it was Talbots. Yeah. Talbots, Talbots, oh, that's a store over in Longmeadow. Yeah. yeah, in the Longmeadow shops. Yeah. neither one of these kids wearing coats, like little tiny kids. You're shopping in a Talbots. Get your kids some coats. Well, maybe the kids don't want. It. I told you this yesterday.
1: Kids don't have the same body insulation that uh, we do.
4: When
0: I was a kid, my mother made sure I was packed up like uh, little Randy in the Christmas story, where I couldn't couldn't put my arms down. I couldn't even go out of the house unless I had a sweater mittens, a hat, a scarf, uh, uh, earmuffs, uh, snow boots, and ski pants. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. That's the way it's supposed to be. Did you really like that? I hated that.
1: I hated <laughs> being all bundled up like that, like a, like that, uh, Randy in, in The Christmas
0: Story. That's what I'm like, talking yeah, about. He couldn't, couldn't put his arms down. Fold it
1: down. I don't like that. I don't <laughs> like that feeling at all. I,
0: I, you, well, you may not like that feeling at all, but it's still better than going out there wearing just nothing more than uh, like a long sleeve shirt. When the temperature is 15 degrees out in the middle of the day. Yeah, I guess I mean, so. I
1: mean, little kids now. Come on. Well, just, I, I just know I'm getting colder as I get older. Not to be a poet, and I didn't even know it. But I, as you do. I age, I, I'm like, oh, God. You're always
0: cold. You can never regulate your temperature. What? Who's he? <laughs> ah, get me into bed. <laughs> Turn the thermostat up to 85. I'm catching a chill. Hey, uh, let's laugh. Oh, yeah, right there. Okay, yeah. Tell me what's fun. It's Bax and O'Brien's Joke of the Day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor on Rock 102. the Day brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Get three years complimentary remain. It's a Gary Rom Hyundai, Whiting Farms Road in Holyoke, and that's no joke. Oh
1: my god, that is hilarious. Springfield's classic rock. You know, Bax, I inherited my uncle's deer breeding business. No kidding. Worth 50 million bucks. Wow. That's a lot of dough. <laughs>
0: do you get it? I What? You get bucks and then dough? Yeah, I know I totally deer get it. You're breeding business. Yeah, no, it was all deer punny. Yeah, I know I got that. Yeah. I sure do. Yeah. yeah. Booyah!
3: Bax and O'Brien. On Rock
0: 102. Springfield's classic rock. with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bax. It's that time of year again. We're going to remind people to stay off the ice. Despite temperatures being far below freezing this week, local fire departments are reminding you not to venture out onto any frozen ponds. The East Longmeadow Fire Department strongly discourages ice skating on Heritage Pond on North Main Street. Right now, the ice is about a half as thick as it should be for skating to be safe. But it's not unusual for your eyes to reach a different conclusion, you know, because you said, "Oh, look, looks frozen."
0: Don't they have um, don't they have a sign on? I'm trying to think, a sign on Heritage Pond which says whether it's safe or not. I like think so. Like they let like they let people know.
1: Yeah, I think there's a like a buoy thing out there. Yeah. Uh, well, that's planted in the ice, and then it floats when it can.
0: Right, and the, you know, it's you know, tomorrow's going to be yeah. 40 degrees, so yeah. it's going to you know, it's you know. <laughs> I mean, let's not get crazy.
1: Well, I mean, people think, "Oh, it's cold out; I can go out on this ice." And then all of a sudden, you hear cracking below your feet. <laughs> That's nah, not no, no, good. No. Uh, the uh, Department of Public Works employees are doing essential work, smoothing the surface of Heritage Pond. It will take hours to complete the process of preparing the pond for the time it may be safe enough for skating.
0: Half those guys couldn't smooth a silk sheet if they had a date with a hot babe. I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, anytime I see a DPW guy in East Longmeadow, I uh, I usually uh, see them doing really nothing. Just one guy though. It's one guy that's doing nothing. He's just standing there telling everybody else what to
0: do. Actually, no, it's more than one guy just standing around.
1: Well, I'm just saying from what I've witnessed.
0: Yeah, right. Is this big guy
1: right? <laughs> and he's like, he thinks he knows everything. Yeah, right. He's, oh, you uh, you go out and smooth the pond today. That's how they do it.
0: Uh, Uh, Well, I think he's got seniority (laughs) over there, so that uh, that might account for some of it. Milford and state police
1: were able to peacefully resolve an incident with a Southbridge man after barricading himself in his car, threatening to injure himself. According to the Mass State Police, Milford officers tried to stop an SUV on January 6th for a traffic stop. The person led officers in a car chase through Route 109 and Route 495 South. The driver lost control of the vehicle and crashed into the woods on the side of the road. The driver, a 35-year-old from Southbridge, threatened to injure himself with a knife if officers tried to arrest him. A canine unit and special tactical operations team, or STOP. Ooh, that's clever. Yeah. Uh, From the Mass State Police. Were called to assist in the incident officers and the drivers negotiated through verbal and cell phone communications. It was like, give yourself up. Like you are self, like a little emoji, with the water gun and the and the two X's over the eyes. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Kind of like. um, he was. Uh, he threw his knife down and was taken into custody without any injuries. The man was taken to a nearby hospital for evaluation. The bomb squad investigated the vehicle and found a propane tank connected to a portable heater.
0: Well, that was just to keep warm. Yeah, I mean, it's well, it was like ten degrees out yesterday.
1: Hey, man, I don't know what's going on in Ludlow, but Ludlow seems to be the place to be if you want to get effed up and get arrested.
0: Well, I mean, it's, uh, it's no different from any other place. They're just having a little, uh, having a little stretch. That's it.
1: Uh, Ludlow man was arrested on Friday for OUI charges and resisting arrest, which resulted in him being tasered by an officer. According to the uh, Ludlow police, the department received a phone call around 2.19 p.m., on Friday afternoon, Ooh, some day drinking. a lot of day drinking from a concerned driver of a suspicious vehicle on Chapin Street that possibly involved a drunk driver. The vehicle was described as a 2000 white Chevrolet Silverado truck. Officers were able to locate the vehicle on the same road and made a traffic stop on the vehicle in a business parking lot on Center Street. The officer got out of his vehicle and told the driver, 34-year-old Michael Martin of Ludlow, To stop his vehicle, Martin continued to drive around the officer and head back onto Chapin Street. The officer followed him westbound on Chapin Street, and after a brief pursuit, Martin stopped his vehicle. The officer could notice several indicators that Martin was potentially intoxicated. The officer gave Martin a series of roadside assessments, which led to him arresting him for impaired driving.
0: In other words, he failed his field sobriety test.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they have to go on to say that. I mean, it's really that simple. The officer gave Martin a series of roadside assessments. (laughs) A field sobriety test. They make it sound like this is something new they've done.
0: Right, like they're just discovering on how to dis- determine whether someone's drunk. Uh, but two, what was it, you say? Two eighteen in the afternoon. Yeah, two nineteen in the Damn, afternoon. Damn, yeah. man, that's crazy a, to be that drunk that you know, that early in the day. Yeah, you you, you got to really be very thirsty. I mean, I realize you got to hydrate in all kinds of uh, you know climate t- situations, but that's real thirsty. Yeah,
1: that it's very early. It's a little too early.
0: But, yeah, we've all been
1: there. We have. I uh, I never got caught, I guess I could say. I think yeah. that's what it what it comes down to.
0: I remember a few years ago when we used to do a, a live radio broadcast from mm-hmm. the, on uh, St. Patrick's Day, you know, at a bar. Yeah. And I remember, uh, you know, there was a friend of mine who, you know, got there, uh, like, a, just as the show was ending. And he said, let's uh, hang out for a while. And I said, well, mm-hmm. I got nothing else to do. Yeah. So that's exactly what we did, and uh, very much like the situation you're finding yourself in Ludlow at uh, 2.19 in the afternoon, you're thinking, huh, I'm a lot drunker than I normally get at 2.19 in the afternoon. That is the worst. Because you got the whole day. Yeah, and then you're going to go
1: home, you're going to pass out, and then you're going to wake up, and then you're going to be up hungover all night long.
0: You'll be hungover by 4 o'clock in the afternoon. That's what I'm saying. And then what do you do? That's, a, good that's the problem with day drinking. The hangover comes way too quickly.
1: Uh, Ludlow police stated Martin was extremely aggressive, assaultive, and hostile towards all of the officers present. He was restrained by officers after attempting to smoke a cigarette in the police department.
0: <laughs> Again, that is a, a no-smoking zone. Hand
1: me the camel's. I'm just trying to light my camels. Martin continued to fight
0: with officers uh, well, causing At this point, he's not letting a lucky, a lucky strike.
1: Well, here's the thing. Like, Here I am sitting here reading this story about this guy, making fun of this guy. But what we were just saying, we're just lucky we didn't get caught years ago. Sure. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, I know. That, like stupid, too many stupid decisions that I've made uh, in my younger days about, you know, drinking, driving, and, oh, yeah. and all this other stuff, and, and potentially... Uh, Potentially killing somebody.
0: You know, it's uh, it, it's easy to be critical of someone who has been caught. But, yeah. Uh, we have all done stupid, stupid things in our lives.
1: And until you get caught, is the only time that you can make fun of the other people. <laughs> well, that's exactly it. Uh, the COVID nineteen home test kits are coming to Springfield. Mayor Sarno and Health and Human Services Commissioner. Uh, Helen Colton harris are continuing their work to get COVID-19 test kits to residents. According to the news release sent by 22, Mayor Sarno and Commissioner uh, Colton harris will make available another 25,000 at-home testing kits will be distributed at the following locations, days and times, on Tuesday, January 18th. I will not list all
0: of them. I mean, how stupid is is this? I mean, we have, we are now treating the home kit like it's the golden ticket in a wonka bar you yeah. know it's like how'd you get a home kit it's like well I, I knew a guy i knew a guy who had it yeah and that's and that's how you get them well and by knowing a guy that'll fade out too
1: well everybody there... wants these things now because nobody wants to wait four hours in line for a test and it's a hot commodity item it's supply and
0: demand there's not enough well, of these damn you know, things like, i gotta i gotta be honest with you You know, when they were you last week, when they were talking about the traffic backup at the Eastfield Mall and shutting it down by what was it like, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon? No, earlier than that. Earlier than three o'clock in the afternoon, because of the volume. Yeah. You know when you who I mean, listen. If you have to get tested, you got to get tested. There's no question about it. But who wants to you know sit in line in your car? For three hours just to get a, a nasal swab. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't get it, but it's like they've created a monster here. It's like no one's, even even when you're feeling sick, no one's got the energy or the time to waste the entire day in the parking lot of the Eastfield Mall wrapped around Parker Street.
1: And I, I, I saw the article yesterday about how now on, on Saturday, insurance companies will start covering the cost of these home test kits. Because why not bring in the middleman, right?
0: Yeah, right.
1: I I don't get that either. Why why should your insurance if this is all stuff that is funded by taxpayers, why should you have to go through your insurance?
0: Because the government doesn't want to keep paying for these things. Yes. That's why.
1: But eventually, but they are paying the insurance companies, are they not?
0: Well, probably at a negotiated rate.
1: That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's so stupid.
0: <sighs> Listen, uh you got to get tested and you know these things mm. you know, how they got so far behind on these things I do not know yeah. but you know you need your home kit home kit that's it you need the home kit this is uh, this is what you see
1: the even says on the back of the box this may not be 100% accurate
0: that's why you need more than one home kit
1: see that that's a waste it's a waste. How many people when you when you do uh, when you do a pregnancy test? Yeah. How many people buy more than one? Do you usually buy two, well, or does you, it come with
0: two in well, the what, box? What you do is you buy one, and then you go see a doctor to confirm.
1: A doctor. I know. What do they know about anything?
0: Well, like a doctor's got time to check <laughs> to see if you're pregnant these days.
1: I just <clears throat> I just find it ridiculous that. Excuse me.
0: I wonder now if like pregnancies are considered to be an, ele- an elective procedure. You know I'm sorry. What?
1: I would. I, sorry, I wouldn't you, doubt you, it. You
0: can't have a baby today.
1: Yeah, I, I really wouldn't doubt that. That seems uh, uh, like one of those things that they would do. Yeah, no kidding. To get well, you got to pay more if you want to have this baby. <laughs> We're like China now. It's crazy. Weren't they uh, like killing babies in China years ago? Uh, if you didn't have a son. Uh, was I that don't, like, I, uh, I believe you like, believe
0: you were restricted to only one child yeah that's uh that's not good
1: uh let's see in a, in a marriage it's important to have a few things in common like uh maybe you both play Pinochle or something Pinochle? yeah or this a guy in Wisconsin who got caught driving drunk early Sunday morning while his wife was with him 40 year old uh, Sarah Stowell uh, it happened in bus Wisconsin you ever heard of that one I have uh, then, uh, while he was being arrested, Sarah decided to go home. So she jumped in the driver's seat, drove off, hopped the curb and crashed into a new
0: utility park. Oh my
1: yeah, God. Yeah. Turns out she'd
0: been drinking too. You know, that might be surprising to some. It would not be surprising to me.
1: And so right after, uh, but I can
0: tell you there's nothing else to do in that town, but to be drinking all day long.
1: Uh, so right after he got arrested for drunk driving, she did as well. Luckily, she wasn't hurt in the crash, but the car was damaged enough that it was not drivable and had to be towed. Of course, mm-hmm. there was nobody left to drive it anyway, so it really doesn't matter.
0: You know, I always felt that a couple that loses their license together stays together because they got nowhere else to go and they can't drive a car to get there.
1: Yeah, well, who are you going to have uh, pick you up and drive you to work every day now?
0: Well, that's a good question.
1: Now, now that's going to be... You can walk. Here's another ridiculous thing. A uh, new product that would be cooler if you could actually buy it. Lay's has secretly been growing potatoes and dirt taken from NFL stadiums. Really? Yeah. Uh, and they made a limited edition line of chips with them. But you have to win the bag. You can't just buy it. Uh, they're called Lay's Golden Grounds Chips. And the tagline is grown in glory. They did it for 29 of the 32 uh, teams. Browns, Bengals, and Broncos fans are out of luck. Probably because they didn't have anything that would say glory associated with those three teams.
0: Oh, the Bengals are a pretty good team. But
1: uh, don't they play on turf? Well, for the teams that do play on turf, use they use dirt from somewhere else in the stadium. Then they mixed it with more dirt and grew potatoes in it. Hey, under the bleachers where that homeless guy was taking a dump. Get that soil. <laughs>
0: You know, even if you took dirt from <laughs> yeah. like the parking lot where people are uh, you know doing, having tailgate parties, between you know, like the the spilled grease, vomit, the public Ugh. urination, is that some place you want to grow a potato? No, no, I, thank you. I don't. To win no. a
1: you want to win a bag though, you got to go to Lays.com slash golden grounds and click on your favorite team's bag. That automatically tags them in a tweet. Then you have to post a photo or video showing that you're a diehard fan. Oh, for crying out loud. That seems too... like way too much work for a bag of potato chips.
0: Yeah, I can go to a gas station, pick up a, ga- a, a bag of chips, and not have to
1: work that hard at it. They're doing five different giveaways between now and J- January 21st and only giving out 200 bags per team.
0: Now, you know, and, and, and the thing is, you don't want to eat the chips because it's a, it's a a uh, it's a collector's item. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. You're gonna keep it and never gonna open it.
0: That's like you know getting like the old Baxton O'Brien breakfast cereal, not opening up the bag, and then 20 years later you still have a rotting, festering bag of lousy uh, cereal that wasn't that good when it first came out, sitting on a shelf somewhere as some sort of yeah, uh, as some sort of uh, trophy. That doesn't seem uh, like something that you would
1: hold on to. Remember my father had a bottle of Coke from, uh, I think it was like Italy or something?
0: Right. From 1962? Mm-hmm. My
1: brother still has it. Full. It's full. Sure. It's completely discolored.
0: And, it, and separated, right? It's,
1: it's, 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 I think there are pieces that are mm-hmm. missing of it. Yeah. Because there was cork in those old caps. And (laughs) so the cork has now rotted rotted and dropped into the bottle. It's actually kind of cool to see what would happen to something after being encased for 70 years or 50, 50, 60 years.
0: Many, many years ago, I knew somebody that that had uh, a—it was like a commemorative six-pack of Coca-Cola with Hall of Famer Robin Yount on the side. Okay, Robin Yount, I mean— MVP uh, as an outfielder and an infielder, great player, Hall of Famer. Yeah. After a while, uh, these cans of Coke were starting to bow out. Oh yeah. Like the gas inside was desperately trying to leak, which basically means it's an it's an explosive device. You ruined your collector item. Exactly. So it's if if, if, that's never going to be worth it. And a bag of chips from a football team. No, thank you. Give me a bag of chips I can actually eat and enjoy and throw the bag away. That's what I want. That would be the best
1: kind That's of chips. That's the to best have. kind of chips. Not uh not somebody uh, uh what was the guy what was the guy's name who just walked off the field last week? Oh, the, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Yeah, is there a footprint on one of the potatoes from when he was walking out of the stadium? <laughs> Look, this this one. If you can find the Antonio Brown footprint, <laughs> you also win another bag of chips
0: from yeah, your you're favorite a, team.
1: You get a second bag. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, going to be mostly sunny with a high of 34 tomorrow. More of the same with a high of 41. It's 11 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 651 and Mountain on Rock 102. That's
1: what I do. I sing the songs when they're on the air, and you don't have the mic up, and you can't hear me singing in this little booth back here.
0: Well, that's the reason I don't have the mic up.
1: Why? Don't you want to sing along with the rest of the audience?
0: You know, uh, speaking of singing, someone uh, not that long ago, I don't know where the hell we were, we were talking about the classic rock lyric quiz and bringing the master thespian back. We could do that. How much fun would that be? Yeah. The most self-indulgent thing we've ever done.
1: Uh, That was actually, uh, that used to be my favorite part of this show. Even before I started working for you.
0: Yeah. No. You know? it, listen. It was uh, it was great fun to uh, to do. Uh, it was great fun to butcher songs on the air, and then uh, and
1: that was it. I think the the best part of it was actually starting to work here and then watching you two do it. I thought that was the coolest
0: part. Really? Was that the? Was that magical for you?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. I'm complimenting you. I'm
0: you, See, I thought we would we would butcher the hell out of songs. Yeah, but just that was destroy the, that
1: was the funny part of the bit yeah. was that you would uh you would screech and meow and do all these oh, crazy yeah, things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Through songs that uh, everybody loved from our yesteryear.
0: You know, we had a stack of prizes to give away, which, you know, we absolutely don't. But if we did, we had things to give away, you know, on a regular basis. I'd say let's bring that damn thing back.
1: We don't have anything to give away. We got nothing. You know what? We should start giving away home (laughs) test kits. I'm not kidding you. We'd the, have to get them first. Yeah, but that would be uh, like a good contest to have. That would be awesome. It's the the Rock One Hundred and Two Safe Space, Ooh. and you could uh, we give you a, a pack of gloves and some hand sanitizer and a couple of COVID nineteen home tests.
0: Man, you're this, on. You're this on to something. Be,
1: this, this should be part of the contesting thing.
0: You are on to something magical right there. The, I say bring it back and, and and maybe if we can save but one life. Yeah then bringing that back will have been worth it. You know, we should also
1: do a uh, like an only contest for vaccinated people, too.
0: Let's not get too crazy here, Steve. I don't well, want to if you exclude want to win- anybody. Well,
1: if you want to win a prize, uh, you have to show uh, vaccination. Yeah, but
0: everybody yeah, Everybody needs to be on an, on an equal playing field in any of these stupid contests. Uh, but,
1: uh, yeah, I think I think giving out COVID-19 home tests would be a perfect promotion for this radio station.
0: Steve Weissman from scamaside.com is going to be talking about uh, all kinds of scams, including a lot of COVID scams. He's actually going to scam
1: us while we're on the phone
0: with him. Oh, he's and done. And we
1: won't even know it until we're done.
0: He's a lawyer. He's done that before. Hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: I know what you're saying.
0: I think you know what I'm saying. It's 6.55 with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Join now. Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to
1: you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Below with the king of snow. Get an errands at Rockies.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I'll be the first to admit that any sporting event which begins at 8.15 on a Sunday night isn't likely to hold my interest for a full three hours. I'm a tender old man, desperately needing every possible second of beauty restoring sleep. How am I supposed to wake up the next morning and operate at such a high level if I'm watching the final seconds of a football game which ends in a game-winning field goal? How am I supposed to ignore all of that adrenaline coursing through my veins and then fall asleep? It simply can't be done. However, if my very livelihood depended on the outcome of that game, might make an exception if I were oh I don't know the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers and my entire season rested on the final score of the Raiders Chargers game I might try to find a way to revive myself and stay awake and yet as the Steelers are waiting to see if they clinch a playoff spot with a Raiders win head coach Mike Tomlin admitted yesterday that he fell asleep before the end of the game now on on one hand I totally understand why having fallen asleep myself But my job on Monday didn't require me to have all that information. Uh, My work week has not been predicated on the fact that the Raiders beat the Chargers with a game-winning field goal. Mike Tomlin, on the other hand, was too sleepy. According to Tomlin, quote, I dozed off. I'm probably better off not having watched it. And while that was my excuse, I'm not sure the head coach of a team whose postseason rests entirely on the final result should be saying the same stuff. Normally, I wouldn't care whether the Raiders could win a football game or not, but if I had to, I'd be pumping espresso shots and taking fistful of no-dose just to make sure I'd make it through the two-minute warning at the very least. Yes, Sunday was a long day for Mike Tomlin. Yes, I'm sure he was sleepy, but I'm also sure that everybody else in the entire Pittsburgh metropolitan area found a way to stay awake because that's the sort of sacrifice that football fans are willing to make. But hey, enough of my sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. You want to talk paint? You want to talk to Lindsey at the Ludlow Rockies. Lindsey loves talking about paint colors and textures. Lindsey's quick with helpful tips and techniques. Good people paint people like Lindsey and rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102. It's 707. And ZZ Top on Rock 102. Warming
1: up today. Uh, sunny
0: with a high of 34.
1: Tomorrow, even warmer. Sunny with a high of 41. It's 11 in downtown Springfield. You know, I went for a COVID test yesterday, put in my social security number, and then all of a sudden, my <laughs> credit cards are maxed out my bank account's gone. And
0: I, I, I gave away uh, just my uh, just my credit card information and also all my bank accounts. Well, what's going on with that? On the phone is right now from Scamicide.com. It's attorney Steve Weissman. Good morning, Steve. How you doing?
2: Terrific. Cold, but good.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, so, so I'm I'm coming off of the uh, of my 14 uh, day quarantine with COVID, and uh, it pisses me off to know that there are people out there that are taking advantage of all this and running their own scams. Tell me about uh, about this whole thing with uh, phony COVID testing sites.
2: Yeah, this is this is one of the uh, the worst. And you know, you talk about how the the scammers have. Uh, no sense of of decency. Um, they have been off to the races, and it, it's cost uh, really the rest of us millions, and the government's billions of dollars that have been lost to these people. So the latest thing they're taking advantage of is everybody's trying to get a test. And uh, now they've got these pop-up sites. Uh, you know, you, you guys have talked about them. We've seen some of them in the news at, like, uh, the, the malls and all, and they're all backed up. So what the scammers are doing are they're setting up these pop-up testing sites they certainly have no testing equipment. They're not approved by the state or anything. People go in there, and they're scared. They're trusting. And like you guys said, okay, we need your Social Security number. Uh, sure, you give them your the Social Security number, and you end up becoming a, a victim of identity. theft. Oh. So you never <laughs> – imagine Homer Simpson going there. Right, yeah. so right.
0: the, I mean, can, you, can you imagine <laughs> those like sitting in line for like two hours? You're waiting to get your test, and then you finally get to the very front of the line after waiting all this time, and they someone's asks you about your social security number, and you realize, ah, oh, to hell with it, you know, and I'm just going to give them my nostrils and see what happens. It's like Jesus, like, is there? I, I mean, I, I know it's like a, a rhetorical question, but is there no shame in the in the human species?
2: nope not a, <laughs> not a shred <laughs> you know it's interesting when they say about giving your social security number because we're, we're all pretty much uh, you know we, we know that we're not supposed to do that but there are some places that won't do business with you unless you you give it to them and you know frankly Uh, most of these places don't need it. The only reason they get it is often in case you don't pay your bill, it makes it easier for them to go into collection. But for years, I used to see bouncing around on the internet, they would say, if if you ever are demanded that you got to give your social security number and you don't want to do it, give Richard Nixon's social security number. And there was a number (laughs) floating around. Well, I check this out. The the Social Security Administration for years, and they still have it, but it's more difficult to get in. Had something called the Master Death Index. sounded sounds like something out of Star Wars, where you could get the Social Security number of anyone who had passed away. And sure enough, uh, there was. I looked up Richard Nixon's, and the one that was floating <laughs> around on the uh, on the internet uh, is actually the real one, which technically. If you're not doing it with the giving the, his number with the intention of scamming someone, isn't illegal. But we certainly don't suggest that people do that.
1: Yeah, don't don't get yourself
0: in trouble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's not. It, I mean, probably problems. not worth <laughs> <a> <laughs> it. But but you know, it's, but but it's not just you know these these phony pop-up sites. There's there's data breaches going on all over the place. Florida just had one yeah. uh, not that long ago. You know, people are putting their their trust into the. The healthcare system, and yet there are still people taking advantage of that.
2: Well, back you—you you picked on one that is is actually potentially deadly, and that is uh, medical identity theft. And the, uh, the the health the healthcare facilities and hospitals. You mentioned the one in Florida, which uh, was a huge one. About one point three million people uh, were affected. These everything we do is connected to the internet, and hospitals, in particular. A lot of people have access to them, so the labs will have access to hospital information uh, over the internet. Um, there will be doctors, uh, there will be insurance companies so their their security has been notoriously poor, and the information that they have is really, really valuable to scammers, particularly your your health insurance, because if a scammer gets your health insurance, they sell it uh on the dark web that part of the internet where uh, criminals buy and sell goods and services and your health insurance goes for more than credit cards and other information because they can they can use that to defraud your insurance company and make all kinds of problems but here's where it gets potentially deadly when a when a scammer does that and uh, your insurance is used uh, the information from the whoever is using that insurance gets on your medical record. And the good old HIPAA privacy laws are so screwed up, to use a legal term, that <laughs> when you find out that you've become a victim and you try and get that information that false information could even be a false blood type or something you're allergic to off of your medical record you can't do it because that would violate the privacy of the uh, identity (laughs) all you can do is have a note on there that says this is disputed so it's it's very very scary and uh, people have got to be very very aware of limiting the the personal information including social security numbers your doctor doesn't need it Give them, give them Nixon's, but <laughs> they really don't need that.
0: Yeah, I've always wondered that because if, you know, it, it, and I'm not going to name names here, but there are certain, uh, you know, right. hospital. There are certain hospitals uh, in the area and around uh, the country that are connected to other, you know, branches of the hospital, other doctors' offices. If they have an affiliation with the hospital, they have access to all of your information. They've got doctors who are ordering prescriptions from their cell phones and and, and there's always been a part of me is thinking, like, how secure is that and you look at the Florida case and you say it's not that secure at all and and and, and you know this in, despite all their best efforts I don't care you know who you are you know any any amount of information is potentially breachable and, and, and by talking yeah. to you over the years its you, you, you've proven that time and time again.
2: No matter how yeah, unfortunately, no matter how good you are at uh, protecting your own personal information, we're only as safe as the places with the uh, the weakest security. And it's why um, you know we had that massive uh, data breach at uh, Equifax affected 400 million of us, in, in, including me. Um, but we've had the, many of these at uh, medical uh, establishments. The IRS has been hit. And so you, you've got to, you know, you want to look for that helping hand. that's at the end of your own arm. So you've got to really constantly monitor your credit report to see if somebody has, is, start, is using your information. And fortunately, you can do that for free weekly, weekly until uh, April. You used to be able, the law was that you could get one uh, a year from each of the uh, three major credit reporting agencies. But... Now, during COVID, they're letting you do it once a week, and it's 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 interesting to uh, to note that you know if you if you go there, you try and get the free one. There are a lot of scammers there setting up phony sites that look like it's the free one, and instead they're stealing your information. So the <sighs> the only free one is annualcreditreport.com. Well, who and, can uh, you, you trust <laughs> you
1: can't trust anybody this is ridiculous
2: well of course you know my motto trust me well, you can't trust anybody. Well,
1: i was going to say my credit card the Citibank card has this it does it for you every week so you can go in and yep. check the score and make sure that uh, you know there was no increase in your credit usage and and things like that which i find very helpful which i'm the the question i have though is uh, when your data does get breached i just recently got a letter from a doctor's office saying that their data was breached and in return they would give me credit monitoring services absolutely free is that just a feel good method for these places to do for people or is that helpful at all the those the, the offering of the credit monitoring reports
2: yeah you know the the thing is it it is helpful a little but it, it it's sort of like you know the uh, Uh, Ah, the identity theft insurance, and it isn't identity theft insurance. It doesn't protect you from identity theft. I liken it to you're you're crossing a street and a bus hits you, and someone comes out and uh, tells you, hey, you just got hit by a bus. So you're just learning that you got hit by the bus a little earlier when you've got the credit monitoring, and that is helpful to kind of you know, kind of get the dam uh, you know, fixed up again. But it would be much better if these companies uh, did a better job of, of protecting themselves, including there's a type of software. You know, the security software we use is generally called blacklisting software. If uh, there's going to be uh, malware put in there, like ransomware or something, Uh, if the security software company knows about this kind of malware, they give you the software that protects you. But there's another type called whitelisting software that won't allow anything to be downloaded onto that company's computers or your computers unless it's been previously authorized. And this is so much better because the the bad guys are always coming up with what they call zero day defects. These are new strains of malware for which we have no defenses. So, I would you know I'd like to see companies not only do a better job of protecting our information, but be held more responsible when they don't.
0: <coughs> this is uh, Steve Weissman from Scamicide.com. You know it's it's occurring to me when you're talking about HIPAA laws, uh, you know privacy. And uh, and and security, all at the same time, and especially you know during a pandemic where everyone's all bugged out, and uh, the way the entire system has now become digitized. When it comes to the elderly trying to 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 figure this all out and trying to manage their own healthcare on computers, which they may or may not be savvy with, and then trying to protect uh, themselves, their their retirement, their you know everything that 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 that, that go on. All I can think of is. What is the rec- what is the recourse that the elderly would have on some of this stuff? Because it seems to me they would be the most vulnerable group of people to get scammed on any of these things.
2: Yeah, you're totally spot on, and interesting. The two groups uh, are the elderly, uh, and you, you hit on really why. Although there's an there's another element there actually is. A physiological physiological reason why they are targeted more. There's a part of our brain which I can't pronounce uh, that deals with skepticism. You know, like Steve was saying about trust, mm-hmm. that becomes less effective as we uh, as we age, and so they are more trusting. And they're also, as as you uh, implied, uh, Bax, they they're not as uh, technologically sophisticated. So I understand them. But the other one is. The millennials are kids and grandkids, and they should know better, but they just think they're bulletproof. But you're right. Protecting the elderly is a real issue, and they are huge, huge targets. And uh, you know, I've written and lectured on this a lot. You know, when you've got uh, adult kids... They've got to teach their their parents to be skeptical, not to answer the phone as far as those robocalls go, uh, not to trust the text messages, not to trust the emails, uh, and be careful what they do. There's, you know, there's, there's a lot of steps you can do, including with the uh, with the elderly. You can get on accounts or even have some of their bank accounts or credit accounts that can be uh, viewed, screened, and also not allow certain charges on there.
0: Which and to me, kind of lends into the, the to the idea that you know the. Technology that we're all required to use is both a blessing and a curse on one hand it's convenient and quick and you know you don't have to wait you know stand in line for something to happen, but at the same time you open yourself up to some great damage and it, you know it's it, it, like I say you know the, the elderly are such targets because when you think of where like the biggest you know pile of money maybe it may be yep. you know with the elderly with their assets and their and their you know retirement accounts and 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 all the money that gets passed from one place to another because of their of their health care
2: exactly and you're talking about not only all of that money but they're using the health care system uh much more, which is much more complicated they've got uh social security they're dealing with medicare they're dealing with all of these complicated things i mean I get calls. Uh, from younger elderly about questions with uh, insurance and health care and this uh, stuff all the time. And these are intelligent people. It, it's confusing. Even going back to that medical identity theft, you know, it's important to figure out if your insurance has been accessed. The, when an insurance company pays uh, something for you, you get what's called an explanation of benefits. The form comes in the in the mail, actually. Uh, it doesn't explain anything, and it is so totally confusing as far as the coding and what it means and what it's been for that a lot of people just look at the very bottom right-hand corner um, are they asking me to pay something or are they just telling me? And if they not being asked to pay, they ignore it. But meanwhile, they don't know that month after month, their insurance has been uh, accessed by an identity thief and their medical records have become corrupted.
1: Uh, Steve Weissman from ScamAside.com. You have on your website uh, the scam of the day every day. Today's is the winter weather brings upswing in utility scams. Tell us a little bit more about this.
2: Yeah, you know this is one that's uh, often very seasonal, and now with the the weather being so so cold, um, this is a problem around the country. And at its most basic, you get a uh, a phone call or an email or a text message: "Yo, money for your your fuel oil or your electric bill. We're going to cut it off unless you pay us right now." And then it's a the thing. We want you to do it by giving us a gift card yeah. or Venmo. <laughs> now, you, any, any no business including, and government agency requires a payment by a gift card. It's a sad commentary that the IRS actually has on its website saying, no, we won't ask for a gift card. Um, another thing they'll do is, oh, we've got a new program. All you have to do is click on this link. But the bottom line is, again, BS, be skeptical. You can't trust these. Even if the phone call looks on your caller ID like it's coming from Western Mass Electric or whatever, you can't trust it. So anytime anyone asks you for personal information or money, you go to a phone number that you know is legitimate, not the one that they give you, and you call and you confirm. And this is where you've got to even be careful. Let's say you've got a problem with one of your, your social media and you look for customer service. You Google it and up comes a, a number. Well, frankly, a lot of the times many of these uh, companies, uh, in, particularly in social media, don't have customer service phone numbers but what comes up is from a scammer and the scammers are able to manipulate the algorithms at google and other search engines so what comes up is what uh, is the uh, the scammer so you can't even trust that
1: so when stores calls and says we need you to make your payment today in CVS extra care bucks <laughs> don't believe them
2: yeah and you know it's a funny thing steve because the more is looking at this the one company's gift cards that are used demanded the most and I have no idea why are target I mean, what the hell is—is this a sideline of Target because they were one of the first to have a data breach? But yeah, when they're asking for the gift cards, (laughs) I love it. This is the IRS calling. Would you send us a CVS gift card? You know.
0: Yeah, and and, And maybe an edible arrangement. While you're at it too. And when they they
1: say, no, they
2: do take those. Uh, They do take those.
1: And when and when they say send us some Applebee's gift cards, you definitely know they're scamming you. No good company in their right mind would eat an Applebee's.
0: (laughs) That's the truth. You can uh, check out Steve Weissman's uh, website, Scamasite.com. Steve, it's always great to talk to you. We'll talk to you in a few weeks. Take care, guys. Thanks. It's 725 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. The Connecticut Lottery and Play Sugar House Sportsbook have even more places. 731 with uh, Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Call now and you'll receive 40% off installation. Plus, if you mention Rock 102, you get a free shower fixture upgrade valued at $500. YankeeHome.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Max. Some Eversource customers in Springfield's
1: Liberty Heights neighborhood lost power early this morning after a driver crashed into a utility pole. The accident happened just before 2.30 a.m. near 211 Nottingham Street. Police Captain Richard Labelle, which I believe is Patty's brother. Really? I don't know. I told 22 News the driver of the car was able to get out on his own following the crash. He was then taken to Bay State Medical Center and is expected to recover. No official word uh, on what led up to the crash. I like how they do car versus pole. Well, who do you think won?
0: It's usually the pole.
1: The pole always wins.
0: I didn't think it's necessarily a great contest to get involved in anyway. But uh, every time I've known someone to hit a pole the pole fares better than the car. Yeah. Or the driver.
1: Uh, I would think so. You know, I, uh, there was something I was going to say, and now I can't
0: remember because you threw me off. Uh, was it about you giving me 50 bucks? Yes. How Good. did you know that?
1: I don't know. Just, uh, just throw it out there. Oh, I, back to the uh, car versus pole thing. Like, they should do this, like, on a weekly basis at the Civic Center. Sunday, 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 car versus pole. <laughs> Who will win? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're right. That would be terrific.
1: At the Mass Mutual Center this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
0: <laughs>
1: Man versus Pole. Man versus Pole. Sounds like a great movie.
0: It does, doesn't it? it?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, we could we could start
0: something up here. I mean, you know, like Man versus Food was a great show, but Man versus Pole sounds a little bit more definitive,
1: don't you think? Very uh, Gladiator-like.
0: Right. Yeah. A
1: uh, Ludlow man was arrested on Friday for OUI charges and a resisting arrest, which resulted in him being tasered by an officer.
0: I believe I believe it's a OUI. I thought it was
1: French for oui, think you're drunk." <laughs> 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 <It's a> oui. <doctor. laughs>
0: you remember Wee Magazine? No. I you don't, don't remember Wee Magazine? No. Nah, it's probably a little that? bit before your time. What is that about? That was a, a gentleman's magazine. Yeah. In which you could see naked ladies naked ladies real live naked ladies you know, it was less classy than than playboy yeah but slightly better than say a hustler was it like home photos of no people? no i mean oh. it was it well uh, it, the women were better looking uh on in we and they were hustler but yeah. they were not as uh, well made up as the ones in playboy it kind of it kind of like re, in between when we moved to our uh,
1: our house in wilbraham years ago uh when I was a teenager? Yeah. My, t- <laughs> we would get, you know how you get mail from the people that used to live there? Right. And then uh, one of them was this catalog. And uh, my dad, it, it was very blank on the outside. And it was like in an envelope where you tear each side off. Right. And you open it up. It's just nothing but thumbnails of porn movies that how you can, can order. It was like the Columbia House Records. You got like what, uh, like 10
0: pornos for a penny? Yeah, 10 pornos for a 10 penny. and uh <laughs> straw penny. Stropony, right?
1: And uh, yeah, it was some sort of deal, some sort of club where you could be part of this thing. And I'm like, that. Ex- like, you think back about that now. That was the lobster tube of the day. That was the uh, the porn hubs of the day. Was the the thumbnail flyer.
0: Yeah, you know, back in the day, being a pervert required a lot of work. Today, you can do it from the privacy of your own home. You don't even have to get up and leave. You don't. You can just be a pervert no matter where you are. You can be a pervert 24 hours a day. But back in the 60s and 70s, you had to order from some... CD mail order catalog and it, you know came in like a you know 8 millimeter film and you needed like a take up reel and a yeah. you know in a screen on a on a pole yeah. and
5: it, yeah, it's, it's too much to, I'm off,
0: I'm off the project That's it. at some point you say hey is being a pervert really worth my time back in the day the answer was always no Now we got renews it cameras that fits in a toilet <laughs> at a
1: Starbucks and if- Somebody could w- be watching you go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's great stuff.
1: And somebody from 3,000 miles away could be watching <laughs> you go to the bathroom. Uh, anyway, according to Love the Police, the department received a phone call around 2.19 p.m. Friday afternoon from a concerned driver of a suspicious vehicle on Chaplin Street, which I believe is Chapin Street. They just misspell it, it on. Chaplin Street? Fr- well, they misspell it on Fridays at 22. I see. Uh that's I'm big fans of Charlie Chaplin over there that possibly involved the drunk driver. The vehicle was also described as a 2000 uh, white Chevrolet Silverado truck. Officers were able to locate the vehicle on the same road and made a traffic traffic stop on the vehicle in a business parking lot on Center Street. The officer got out of his vehicle and told the driver, 34 year old Michael Martin of Ludlow, to stop the vehicle. Martin continued to drive around the officer and head back onto Chapin Street. Catch me if you can. <laughs> so so
0: many mistakes here.
1: I'm day drunk, Mr. Officer. You can't catch me.
0: What, were you, were you, what, uh, what time was it again? 2.19 p.m. Man. Yeah, that's early. How early? Uh, at what point do you start? Uh, Maybe noon? Mm, I don't know. I think it's even a-
1: earlier than that. 11 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it depends. I mean, uh, years ago when I used to work the choo-choo's and get out at 8 o'clock in the morning, right. you'd head over to you know any number of bars that are open at that time
5: sure, to
1: purposely serve those people like me who were getting it. You know, that's your 5 o'clock. So who knows? I mean, this guy could have been working all night long, gets off of work, goes into a bar, right. has a few too many, and then uh, decides to play keep-away from the police officers. <laughs> You always have good ideas when you're drunk.
0: I, I remember working a uh, third shift mm-hmm. years and years ago. And uh, the radio station I was working for at the time used to have third shift parties. Yeah. So, like, the, you know, the bar would open up super early yeah. and uh, everybody would start drinking early. And, you know, it, it, you, you want to fit in, right? Yeah. You want to be friendly and, you know, people are buying you drinks and you, you don't want to be rude. And then all of a sudden you have, like, the entire day ahead of you. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. And you're nursing this huge hangover by 1030 in the morning. So
1: uh, I used to go to, I used to live near O'Brien's Corner. Back when it was like, you know, hopping in the day back then.
0: You know, they had all the stuff <laughs> no, all over the not, walls. It's not to say it's not hopping now. Well, it's
1: not, it's not to say it's not hopping now, but it was you know, the previous owners. Right. right? When, they when, had, when Brian owned it. you're Right. And then, uh, so, <laughs> you know, you go in there and uh, at 830 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I would have a sausage egg and cheese on a water roll,
0: nothing wrong with that.
1: And a Paps blue ribbon and a shot of Yukon jack.
0: Wow, yeah, man yeah and what, I just, and I where's just, all the sophisticated <laughs> <laughs> what's all what's with the sophisticated palate you've got? Well, I said the sausage egg
1: and cheese that was the <sighs> highest priced item that I bought that uh, that morning. and with every the PBR morning. and
0: the Yukon Jack, man. Well, that is highfalutin stuff. yeah.
1: I refer back to that bartender
0: and It's a Wonderful Life. We serve drinks in here for
1: guys who want to get drunk fast. <laughs> Take your angel stuff and get out on the street, boy. <laughs> I love that voice.
0: Too. Yeah, that's good.
1: Uh, anyway, uh, this guy, they wound up giving him a field sobriety test. I can't read the entire paragraph where it describes what a field sobriety test is. It's, well, a, it's just too much information.
0: Most of you people out there already know what a field sobriety test is, but 22 felt the need to go into like an, uh, like an encyclopedia type of explanation. Well, they want to make sure they get all the information correct. Or they were trying to just stall for time.
1: They're turning a new leaf this year for 2022. <laughs> hey, we're actually going to be telling you stuff that's important. All right. Can well, you imagine that? No, I can't. Uh, the home tests for uh, COVID-19 are now uh, going to be available to Springfield residents. Uh, there are multiple locations that you can go pick these things up in. But here we are again with the insurance companies getting involved. On Saturday, your insurance company will pay you,
0: uh, yeah, reimburse
1: same. you. If you have anything from this <clears throat> month, you have a receipt for that home test you got? Yep. You can submit it to your insurance company and get the money back for it.
0: You don't think they're going to deny the claim like they do everything else? Well, they're not allowed to. Yeah, no, I know they're not allowed you. to, but you know, I, I just don't trust any of them anymore.
1: Well, it's funny. I went and uh, I took the kids uh, to get their vaccine, and I didn't have my health insurance card on me. And she said, do you have your health insurance card? And I said, no. She was like, okay. And then they just did it anyway. Oh, good. I don't really understand why you need the middleman in this whole thing.
0: Well, because none of these are free. Well, they yeah. appear free because nothing's coming out of your pocket, but someone's getting paid. Someone's someone's getting greased on this whole deal. But that shouldn't be.
1: The, the insurance company should have nothing to do with this.
0: Yeah, but the insurance the insurance companies do, and what they will do in turn is, down the road, when they're ready, they'll unload another great increase in your insurance I premiums. Guess so, because that's what they're all about. A uh, Springfield man was arrested
1: in Westfield Saturday for allegedly stealing a dirt bike. According to the Westfield police, on Saturday, officers were called to Wintergreen Lane for a report of a man that had asked a resident for a ride after their motorcycle had broken down. Officers located the uh, bike against a tree on the side of the road with no one around. The bike was identified as a racing dirt bike with no plates. They identified the owner of the bike who told police it had been stolen from their shed. Police received video from witnesses that showed the suspect involved. The car driving down the street towards the motorcycle was stopped by officers after a passenger was identified as the suspect. The passenger, 19-year-old Yariel Berrios-Ortiz of Springfield, was arrested and charged for receiving a stolen motor vehicle. A further investigation revealed to police that Berrios-Ortiz was the person that had allegedly broken into
0: the shed and took the bike. Huh, well, that would seem like that's false information on the his part.
1: bike owner told police he advertised on Facebook Marketplace a separate bike for sale. Barrios Ortiz allegedly contacted the owner, asked about the sale of the bike, and said he wanted to go see it. The owner gave him the address. The advertised bike was also stored inside the shed where the racing dirt bike was taken from. Westfield police say they have seen several dirt bike thefts in the city over the past few years. Most were posted online websites for sale. It is recommended to anyone selling a dirt bike online to not give your address to people. Instead, meet potential buyers at a public location. A friend of mine did this a couple of years ago. Right. He was selling a, uh, a quad. And he listed it on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. And then uh, a guy reached out and said, I'd love to come see it. You know, can you get back to me and uh, mm-hmm. give me your address? So uh, him, being the smart little whippersnapper of a friend of mine that he is, contacts a bunch of people that were mutual friends with this guy on Facebook. And all of them were like, uh, yeah, no, stay away, because <laughs> he's been known to scam people out of stuff. Right. So he writes the guy back and says, because he lives in Wolverhampton, he goes, I- I'll-, I'll meet you uh, with it on a trailer down at the Wolverhampton Police Department. Never heard from the guy again. Really? The guy who was so adamant about coming over and, and plopping down whatever, however much this thing was being sold for, he was yep. going to give him like 500 over what he was asking. And he kind of knew that, that was kind of the suspicious part.
0: You know, I, I'm, uh, I'm suspicious of the whole damn thing. I mean, I've got things I would love to sell, love to get rid of, love to unload. Yeah. But I'm not comfortable having a total stranger come to my house to yeah. take a look at stuff. And I'm not entirely comfortable going someplace to show the guy what I got to sell. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm, there's got to be another way. I mean, I realize I could do like a, like an eBay thing. And then I'd be on the hook to, to ship it all out. There's just not a, to me, there's just not a real comfortable, cost-effective way of selling your stuff.
1: It's such a pain in the
0: ass. It is. Uh, You
1: know, when my, when my mother's house was being sold, uh the siblings had gone down pretty much taken whatever they wanted mm-hmm. but there was a ton of stuff left over in there and there sure. was some really nice furniture like nice pieces of furniture but we're all 1500 miles away from from this house right. so the idea of even taking some of this stuff was just going to be too costly yeah. there's no way i'm paying three thousand dollars for a a hutch that i'm probably never going to use to be shipped up to massachusetts from florida it just didn't make any sense right so we all came to the agreement all right let's get out what we want and the rest of the stuff can go to like an estate sale thing well you get kind of screwed on that too but the idea was that they took everything away and still gave you a couple of hundred bucks because they're gonna be making money off of that stuff but there was also trash involved. Yeah. It, it was the easiest way to get rid of stuff because none of us had the uh, resources to go down there and sell these things piece by piece.
0: Yeah, and no, I understand that. But I also, you know, I'm I'm, I'm looking at the things that I I want to unload. I want to replace one thing with something newer. Yeah. And uh, I just, I, I don't even know where to begin. I, I really don't know. And uh, at some point I may even say on the air... What I'm trying to get rid of. But it's like, yeah. I just it's, just, it's just too, the idea of going through that, yeah. just, I'm so uncomfortable with it. Uh,
1: you know, I, uh, I was, uh, you know, you're talking about that. I saw your wife's uh, social media post the other day saying, I'm thinking about getting rid of stuff, starting with backs. She never. Said something, back. for, something for
0: something newer. Please. <laughs> She's got it so good.
1: Oh, I married the prince of my dreams with his arrhythmic, uh, uh, with his a fib, and she's his,
0: she said before, if I knew that the man of my dreams was going to be ten years older yeah. than me, uh, you know, uh, unathletic and, and in questionable health, I would have gotten married years ago. Isn't
1: that uh, what Disney princesses uh, wind up being with at the end? You
0: know? <laughs> right. Yeah, not Prince Charming. No, but Prince Charming's Charming. older uncle might, a yeah. uh, you know, creepy old uncle might be the guy to yeah. go to. Yeah, a uh, chip
1: charming yeah <laughs> it's chip charming and he has he has nothing to offer nothing yeah. to, he
0: offers nothing at all
1: oh you have a you have a you have a shoe that you're missing <laughs> i just go down to payless and get another box <laughs> Of course,
0: they're out of business, so I don't know how you're
1: going to do that. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast, which is brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. The stuff is velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air-roasted. Look for the black and white can now at every Big Y Express. going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 34. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 41. It is a cool 11 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah.
0: If you're back. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 809 in ACDC on Rock 102.
1: It is uh, going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 34. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 41. It's 11 in downtown Springfield. By the way, the, uh, the ice is four and a half inches thick over at Heritage Pond in East Longmeadow, <laughs> which is just about the size of the guy who told me that information. <laughs> Uh, perfect
0: uh let's see two nine three one oh two one hey from dave son and pet city is in the studio it's good to
4: see you hello there hello happy new year by the way thank you thank you so uh so what's new uh, well as i get out of the car it's i don't think it's quite 34 yet it's, it's mm. like what is it like 11 right now or something? <laughs> it's, uh, it's eleven. Yeah, yeah right 11 i realized why they invented florida
3: <laughs> so you didn't they, they, have to
4: suffer through this. I know. Right? Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I,
0: I, 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 yeah I'm not a, a big fan of the uh, of the wet heat, but my yeah. God, it's uh, it, that was a yes. There was a cold. cold day. It was cold. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So uh, my dog has been itching like crazy, and I don't know if it's just the dry air, yeah. or whether it's uh, allergies. But he is he's he's gnawing on himself all over the place, and we, we've we've uh, he's on the Apoquel, which is a very expensive yes. pill. Yes to give uh, to give your dog yep. um but it you know it it works for a while but then he's scratching al- already and he's eating you know a a, a good food yep. you know a low yep. ingredient food yep. but he's still going bananas
4: so i will tell you that 99.9% of the time it's um not the food it's it's the dog yeah Right. And I will also tell you through my my very extensive years of veterinary care <laughs> yeah. that uh, did, did he laugh at me? Did
6: yeah. He yeah. No, it, it was, it was no like, I just said, yeah.
4: Oh, right. yeah. I thought he was, I thought he was, there was some level of doubt in, in what see. you were saying. All right. I see.
1: You bring in three times the amount of vet does. What are you talking about? You're <laughs> not a, a businessman. <laughs> but go on. Yes. Yeah.
4: So uh, my dog suffers from the same malady. And about two years ago when we went to the vet, the vet said there is now a shot that really? we can give the dog. And the vet said this has been the greatest thing that's ever hit my practice because almost everybody comes in here with the dog is scratching. So every couple of months, three months, Augie gets a shot. The scratching is gone. Really? Yep. And how long does that last? Two, three months. Really? Yep. So it's like a nine thousand dollars shot every two three months. Uh, no, 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 really? Yeah,
0: because I'm finding uh, I don't know what has happened in the veterinary world, but it yep. seems like everybody has just jacked up their prices sky high.
4: You know, Where, I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna defend my brethren, the vet, you know, yeah. the veterinarians, the, the, qualified, yes. veterinarians the, yes. like the qualified veterinarians, yes, the qualified veterinarians who have studied extensively, <laughs> and it, um, they're not millionaires, Baxi. You You don't you don't see. You know, uh, you don't see veterinarians on the list of the life of the rich and the famous. No. They make a living. Sure, sure. But, you know, a lot
0: of them are owned by Well, now a that's larger a different corporation.
4: Issue. That's a different issue. So it's just like the medical world where these corporations have come in and, and bought mo- most of the veterinary practices. And one of the reasons is the veterinarians, they they can't practice. It's hard to do it on your own because your costs are so expensive. Right. But there are so our vet is still you know individually owned, but I would I would ask about the uh ask about that shot and for all of you who are listening out there and I know cuz I all the years that at work when people come in my dog is itching yeah. and they switch foods and they do this and they do that get the shot
0: yeah well i mean uh, lou needs something because he is he just goes to yeah. town yeah. on himself no, right now it's awful. And, and, and if i had the ability i would too but it, it just there's like nothing see, he won't chew see yep. the same thing was
1: happening to my dog and i took him uh, a couple weeks ago to the vet and uh, i said i don't i, I mean i can't t- i can't see any fleas or anything on no. him, you know but and then they looked and they're like no he's clean he's uh he's good to go and I'm like, well, he keeps scratching himself, so I don't know what the deal is. So I don't yeah, know. so it's the shot.
4: All right. What's the name of it called? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know the name of of the shot, but I'm telling you, what it's kind of vet are you? Yeah. What,
1: what the hell? <laughs> how many years of school did you go to, there, Vince?
4: I, I, uh, you know, I, you know, how many matchboxes I had to look on to get the right vet school?
6: <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you had to draw that duck just no. Right. Only people who would listen to this station would remember those matchbox, The matches, when you open up and you, your school is on there.
0: See, Steve, that's something they yes. used to do yes. back in the, right. days. the old days. Right. Steve wouldn't so. know that. All right. Back when Dave and I were just young children.
1: Uh, you know, you were telling me last time you were here about uh, getting a second guinea pig. Yeah. It was, uh, you know. Uh, one you, just isn't enough did you do it no we didn't do it did you get your oh whole one did back? you ever get the other one back well, we did get the other one back yeah um it was the same one surprisingly. Yep.
4: okay <laughs> from uh, from vent Blow. <laughs> yeah
1: and uh and we got the other one back we were, we're you know it's nice and healthy yeah I Good. guess and uh, and then my kid says hey, we should get another one so she has a playmate. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Ratner on the side here? What are you, (laughs) you conspiring with this man for me to go spend an extra $50 at his store to get these things? I just, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to keep bringing more animals into the house. What should he do,
0: Dave? What should he do?
4: I hope someone from the Animal Rights League is listening to this show.
0: You're basically denying, yeah, this, poor denying this poor little creature a chance to be with its own kind, right? Isn't it going to be
1: a, a spoiled creature? You know, uh, because my daughter has been uh, doing nothing but loving this animal uh, since the day she got it. Even no, the day she got it back. It's just
4: guinea pigs thrive if there's if there's more than one. Oh. It's better for them. It's be, it is better for that them.
0: That
1: sounds like a sales pitch. It might be.
0: All right. Well, the
4: uh, the phones are blowing up here. Rock 102.
0: Good morning. Who's this?
2: Uh, Norm from hey. Connecticut. Hey, Norm. What's Hi, your,
0: Norm. What's your question for Dave?
2: Um, I have a Beagle Pointer mix, and her paws smell like corn chips so bad. Um, I've
3: heard that it's could be
0: bacteria. It could be
3: allergies. She does have allergies,
0: but we do treat her for her allergies. But, the, the you know, we soaked the
3: paws and bought, like, uh, a bomb for them, you know. Yep. It was, it's so bad. I don't know. And you I say, say it's, it, you
0: it smells like corn chips?
3: Yeah, like like straight up corn chips.
0: Well, the answer is you just switch to Cheetos instead. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> or well, like, you know, like soak the saltines. paws in a dip. Yeah, give them salt, <laughs> uh, some some dips, some saltines or something.
1: <laughs> well, what do you? Oh, Fritos well. is not a party snack. No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, what should I do about stinky paws? Uh, you know, your and your vet said there's nothing in the paws; they're clean.
3: Yeah, they said they're clean. They're, my, my stepdaughter works as a vet tech. Yeah. So, um, you know, we make out pretty well bringing the dog to the vet. Typically, we don't even have to pay the bill. But, um, yeah, they said, no, her paws are clean. It doesn't look like, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But then they yeah. said it could be bacteria. Mm.
1: But. Are you uh, going to share your uh, daughter's contact with the rest of us so we can get food? Yeah, yeah.
6: yeah, we could all use it. Yeah. freebies. a freebie. Yeah.
0: Is that like, a, it would be like a food <laughs> yeah. thing, maybe?
4: No, I don't th- no. No. I don't know. No. I don't no know. You know what? Yeah, uh, um I, I'm gonna take a pass on that one. And all our years, this is the first time we've ever had a, a corn, chip, uh, corn chip paw thing paw. Yeah. That's thing. interesting. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'll have to consult oh, okay. with my colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> all right. To You're back a
0: professional veterinarian. No, yeah. no, not even close. Yeah, <laughs> well listen,
4: I'm glad we could help you.
0: <laughs> all right Thank you. Thanks for the call. Good luck to Thanks you. For nothing. All right, i no, anytime. I'm always happy not to help. Uh Rock One O two. Good morning. Who's this?
3: Hey, what's going on guys? This is John.
0: Hey John, what's up?
3: I got a question for Dave. Uh I've got a five year old puggle and she's uh she's got like a, I wanna say a ear infection, it's like a yeasty smell. It's almost like a dark brown clay, clay looking stuff that builds up in there. Right. Yep. And I've gotten a bottle of stuff so you like squeeze it in and you kind of like mush it around, you know, yep, yep. lather it in with your finger and then yep. let her kind of shake it out and kind of do another cleaning. Yep. But it seems to kind of be coming back relatively quickly after that, maybe a couple of days after she'll have more buildup. Yep. So I was wondering if there's any more uh, remedies, you know. You know, I'm not so sure about. there's
4: anything more over-the-counter that you can do for it, and that's that's probably you're going to need a script for something a little bit stronger that you're going to have to get from your vet.
0: I think you just have to keep up with it. I mean, he, and
4: you he, definitely have to keep. Yeah, up Yeah, it can't
0: can't be like yeah, one, yeah, no, one or two applications
4: yeah. and it's yeah. done. It's like yeah. it's got to be right, constant. No, no, yeah. no. But I don't think I yeah. I don't think there's anything over the counter that's that's going to uh, cure it.
3: Yeah, I also worry about maybe damaging her eardrums or something if I'm cleaning it myself. I don't want to go too deep or anything like that.
4: Absolutely. Now,
3: well, good. Uh, and uh, I also, I also have uh, something to say to Steve. Do mm. not get a second guinea pig. Thank
1: you very much. There you
0: go.
3: Yeah. Good, good advice. And I ended up, I ended up getting one for mine, and it got my original one very sick. So not worth it.
4: All right, oh, yeah, the, the, one, the second one you brought in was sick, and brought something into the house.
3: Oh, she was bought from a reputable uh, dealer. I think it was named Dave. Yeah. Oh,
4: hey, there you go. And uh, and uh, he was, uh, he
3: was. He was a first young of all, boy he's not reputable. Bill. I know him. <laughs> that was your first mistake. I, got, uh, I saw some soda in the corner it was a little yep. Yeah, all right, all right. Good. All right. Well
1: thank thanks <laughs> for the call. On, guys. All right. Appreciate yeah. it. When your guinea pig comes home addicted to Moxie, <laughs> then
6: you know that
0: you have a problem. Rock one oh two. Good morning, is this.
6: Hi, this is Debbie. How are you today?
0: Good, Debbie. What's your question for Dave?
6: Okay, my question is regarding my cat. Yeah um i more or less was willed um uh, an old friend of mine passed away and she asked me if i would take her cat in so i did i was told Dee. Dee she's a long-haired domestic um about five years old i think she's older but irregardless um i cannot get her to, i cannot clip her nails myself she won't let me i can't groom her and she was having a lot of issues with vomiting and somebody told me to try her on um, this sub, this thing you can buy in the store. You put it on the paws, and they lick it off, and that's supposed to help with ear balls. Yep. And I'm assuming it is ear balls only because um, of her ear links, and yep. me not allowed. She won't allow me yep. to yep. brush her or comb her. Yep. So, is there anything else that I could use from home, maybe, or buy?
4: Yeah, there's food. Um, there's some food that actually has. Um, Stuff in it that's hairball remedy food that you can feed the cat that will also help with that. But the okay. but even t- little um nagel, I don't want to hear a word from you, uh-huh. even even a little Vaseline, you know, sometimes the <laughs> right the cat will
0: he already said he didn't want to hear a word, There right. you go, See, he's giving right. very good
4: advice, right? A uh, little it, a uh, little uh, Vaseline if the cat will lick it off your finger, but certainly if the cat will yeah. will use that um, hairball remedy stuff. Continue okay. to do that, but look for hairball remedy food.
6: Okay, you got it. Thank you very much. Okay, you're All welcome. Right,
0: good luck. There you go. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good
3: morning. This is Buzz from Manchester, Connecticut. How are you guys doing? Well, good, buzz. buzz. Good,
0: Buzz. What's your question for Dave?
3: Well, it's not a question. It's funny. A uh, guy a little while ago was talking about Dog's feet smell like corn chips. Yeah. All my dogs, all my dogs that I've had all my life, their feet all smell like Frito. We used to call my kids and my wife call them Frito feet. Smell your dog's feet. I know that's something you don't always do, but most dogs' feet smell like Fritos. Just you.
1: Yeah, but I think this guy was it was prominent. It was uh, yeah, like a little could, bit more so than the normal Fritos Like you could you smell, smell it from a,
0: you could smell it from a distance.
3: Oh, okay well okay I didn't hear that part okay sorry about that great show guys
0: thank you thank you, you know, who's uh, sniffing their dog who's been, who's been who's getting that close up to sniff every area of their dog <laughs> who's vaselining up them I gotta tell cat?
4: you <laughs> I I gotta tell you 46 years in, in in the store I never heard customers come in and say my dog's feet smell like corn corn chips, chips. well yeah, you got one I,
1: guy I that has really there's right, always something right
4: yeah, right. there
0: you go. All right, right let's let's take uh, one more here. Rock one hundred and two. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Rick. How are you? Good, hey, Rick. What's, What's your up? question for Dave? Yeah,
3: I'm waiting for Dave. When I speak with Dave. Yes, you're yes. on the air Speaking right now. Right
0: now. What is your question for Dave?
3: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, I got a little Chihuahua. Her 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 feet. They smell like Reese. Peanut butter cup. <laughs> <Like, laughs> I need to do something. something to Wawa, and my uh, wife is going crazy. Hey, D- nah, Dave, I wanted to know, you guys do delivery? I'm yes. you guys do yes. What yes. what deliv- What do you guys use?
4: What do we what, use? You know,
3: to- I mean the source. You know what is it? Uh, whatever to get delivery done to the house.
4: Uh, it, you can order online on our website now, uh-huh. and and okay. one of the guys will run it over to your house.
3: Oh, really? Okay. Free. Great. That's what I want. Free. To... Okay.
4: Over forty nine really? bucks. Free. <laughs>
3: oh no! no Give him a good. big yeah. tip. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Hey, do you have anything for the recess? You got anything to get rid of that smell for the recess peanut butter cups on the foot?
4: No. Oh, I'm gonna have to work <laughs> on that one. <laughs>
3: Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. All
4: right. See ya. Thank hey, you. Uh,
1: by the way, uh, we had uh, somebody text me uh, that said uh, pseudomonas is the bacterial infection that causes the smell of the Frito feet.
0: No kidding. Yeah.
1: You know who that? You know that was from who? That was from a guy who does flooring. He's really? Got, he's got more vet experience than a guy who owns a pet store.
4: <laughs> What's your point? <laughs>
0: Dave from Dave's Son Pet City. Always great to see you. Thank you. Thank you. It appreciate pleasure it. helping the world. Absolutely. It's 824 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. Proven quality sleep. Bax and on Rock 102.
1: It is going to be uh, mostly sunny today with a high of 34. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 41. It's 11 in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, Ray Barry from uh, White Lion Brewing will uh, be joining us a little bit later on this hour. He's got actually a pretty cool event coming up tomorrow. Uh, late afternoon. He's going to give you all the information about that, but uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool uh, event yeah, coming up.
1: Very uh, very interesting news coming yeah. from the White Lion.
0: Uh, so there's that. And then tomorrow, Scott Zolak will be on the phone. Let's talk about Patriot football. Will you be uh, getting your questions ready for tomorrow, Steve? Uh, yeah.
1: Actually, we had a pretty good conversation the last couple of weeks. Did you? Andrew. Oh, yeah. We yeah. talked about music. We talked about his, uh, his obnoxious coat he was wearing.
0: The big Gore-Tex jacket.
1: Yeah, it was some kind of. Uh, he said it in the in the interview. He said it was some kind of coat that some guy bought him. And then uh, and then uh, Barrett Krieger was texting me, showing me how much these things cost. His jackets are at least five thousand dollars.
0: The hell's the guy doing with a five thousand dollar coat? Well, because
1: somebody bought some like rich guy bought it for him while he was in some store in Boston.
0: Would you ever buy somebody a $5,000 gift of any kind? If I had billions or millions of
1: dollars, yes, I probably would.
0: Even if I had millions of dollars, I'm not sure I'd go out and buy you or anybody a $5,000 gift. To me, that seems a little uh, too much. It's, it's, uh, it's
1: almost, uh, it's way too much. You can get a, like a uh, what do they call it, fat goose
0: coat. Like a goose down coat.
1: Yeah, you know the the, the, the I think it's called Fat Goose is the, okay. name of the the brand. You can get one of those for a fraction of the cost of five thousand dollars.
0: Like yeah, a I'm couple not, hundred bucks. If I'm going to buy a coat, maybe I'll give you <laughs> like yeah, like a hundred and fifty bucks at a Burlington Coat Factory and let you go to town. You know, but it's, five thousand, you're out of your mind. You know, we had uh, you know, Belize Auto does the uh, the coat drive every year, right?
1: Yeah, but you look at something like that, and you're like, okay, here's an organization doing something good for kids that you know, need coats because kids grow out of coats, and there's a lot of people that can't afford to buy coats, so you sure. get the coat program. And then you hear a guy who just, oh, my friend just
0: bought me a $5,000 <laughs> jacket. It's
1: like, you know how many coats that would have bought for
0: little kids? I know. Come you on, know the, the yeah. Pignelli family does something like that, too, where they do coats for kids. Yeah, yeah. And and, and, and good programs. Good coats. Yeah, yeah. But I ain't going to, I ain't want to stand in line and refuse to to get my free coat if for the $5,000. I'm not going to take this free one. I want a $5,000 one. My, I uh, wouldn't I wouldn't ask anybody for that. You know what my sister just sent me? What? A
1: Patagonia jacket. Really? Yeah. yeah Those are pretty pricey. They are pricey. I uh, had a guy give me... She got it from a dead guy.
0: No kidding. Yeah. I had a guy give me a Green Bay Packer jacket, which I have only worn a couple of times. Yeah. But I need to start wearing it, I think. Yeah, I think you should. It was like, yeah, uh, he wanted it, and he had extra, and he said, hey, you want this? I'm like, Yeah. I need. Maybe I'll wear that this week. It's a nice jacket. Well, you can celebrate the playoffs
1: with your jacket. You're damn right I will. Well, then I'll then be celebrating to...
0: all the way to the Super Bowl.
1: There you go. I don't know about that, but there you go.
0: We got news next to Rock 102.
2: When will the snow start? When will it end? Rock 102 is always live and local with up-to-the-minute storm information and reports. Powered by Rocky's Ace Hardware,
1: Winter Storm Headquarters before and after the storm.
0: All right, Springfield, Duncan is here with some cold sips that warm the soul this winter. Try the new brown sugar oat latte with rich espresso meets creamy oat milk, or pick up the new brown sugar cookie cold brew. top with the velvety sweet cold foam and cinnamon sugar. Two new comforting drinks with notes of brown sugar, toasted oats, and a baked cookie for a lift in every sip. Take on the day with the new brown sugar oat latte or the brown sugar cookie cold brew from Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. It's a limited time offer.
5: You and Old Man Winter may get along fine, or not. For your car, the relationship has its own special set of challenges. But Joe has a way of easing the strain. Take your car to Joe Ryan at Ryan Imported Car Repair in Northampton. Get the battery checked, the belts and hoses, are the brakes okay, are the tires ready for ice and snow. Old Man Winter's never going to be nice to your car. But get to know Joe Ryan. He has ways of keeping Old Man Winter at bay. This is John Mayberry, President of Mayberry Material Handling with a very important announcement for you or someone you know. We are hiring and I really need your help to take care of our customers. Mayberry Material Handling sells and services equipment used by manufacturers, warehouses, and distribution centers, so we are busier than ever before. To support our growth, we are looking for motivated, mechanically inclined individuals who don't want to work in the same place every day doing the same thing. Mayberry service technicians and installers work at our customers' facilities, servicing and installing forklifts, conveyors, dock and door equipment, in plant offices, mezzanines, high-speed doors, and much, much more. We offer steady, year-round work with the opportunity for overtime, career advancement, and competitive pay, as well as a full benefits package including health insurance, paid time off, and a 401k plan with a company match. If you're interested in our service technician or installation positions, learn how you can join our outstanding team of associates at Maybury.com. That's M-A-Y-B-U-R-Y.com. Thank you.
0: 833 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Noonan Energy, serving Western Massachusetts for over 125 years. NoonanEnergy.com. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks Bax. A coalition of community groups including the leader of the Greater Springfield NAACP is calling for a neutral party to investigate the deadly shooting of 23-year-old Orlando Taylor by a Springfield police officer. The incident happened Sunday morning on Genesee Street in the Liberty Heights neighborhood. Springfield police say Taylor stabbed the officer in the face, causing serious injuries. The officer then opened fire after Taylor allegedly attempted to charge at police again. In a statement, uh, the community groups are calling for the immediate release of police body cam footage of the incident. They're also calling for a neutral investigator. Outside the police department to determine whether the use of force was justified. Finally, they want Mayor Dom Sarno and Police Commissioner Cheryl Claprood to stop making public statements expressing their belief that the shooting was justified, saying that doing so is prejudicial to the investigation and insulting to Taylor's family and the community at large.
0: Well, you know, I mean, you have the uh, you have the body cams there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I I suppose that uh, at least if that footage is released, it answers some questions it's not going to answer every question but it may answer some questions about whether or not it's justified
1: the uh, seriousness of police-involved shootings cannot be overstated. The reputation and often the career of the involved police officers often depends on whether a full and accurate determination is made of the circumstances that precipitated the event and the manner in which it unfolded. The statement reads, The police-involved shooting of Orlando Taylor has raised many questions regarding how police respond to incidents involving persons with well-known and documented histories of mental health illness.
0: Now, if a, if a dude stabbed me in the face, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'd, I'd get pretty angry about it
1: i'm sure you would too but again they kind of have a point that you should really wait until everything is all vetted and and taken out i Uh, don't i don't disagree that's why you have the technology but you know the media wants to know they want answers right away so i don't know it's not like we get details anymore anyway right we get very little information Regarding these things. Remember when John Delaney was doing it? He'd tell us, like, uh, every detail down to the guy's social security number. Yeah,
0: well, those are the days. Well, when you, not, you maybe
1: not that uh, invasive. No,
0: but. but, you know, if you wanted to get information, you know, Delaney was going to, you know, write like a Tom Clancy novel.
1: Well, he had, uh, he had also, he would also, like, I've never seen Ryan Walsh do this. John Delaney used to uh, send out a thing, I'll be on vacation next week. Uh, In that time, I will never give you up, let you down, run around, or desert you. And I was like, man,
0: this old chump just rickrolled the Springfield media. He is the only Springfield police officer that ever rickrolled anybody, to the best of my knowledge. And he did it very well. Nobody expected that at all. And
1: yet, boom, there it was. Uh, You want a COVID-19 at-home testing kit? Do I? Then line up, my friends, because Springfield's got them. Mayor Sarno and uh, Health and Human Services Commissioner Helen Colton Harris are continuing their work to get COVID-19 test kits to Springfield residences. According to the news release, Sarno and uh, Colton Harris will make available another 25,000 at-home testing kits, which will be distributed at the following locations, days, and times on Tuesday, January 18th. I could read them all, but who's got time for that?
0: I mean, there's 160,000 people in the city. I mean, you know, not everyone's going to need it. We get to uh, Ray Jordan
1: Senior Center, uh, then the Department of Health and Human Services, mm-hmm. uh, New North Citizens. I can go on. and
0: all You on. don't have to. It's 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 available online. Two kits
1: per household will be distributed on a first come first serve basis. That way, if you have seven people in the home, you're out of
0: luck. You're not. By the way, just uh, for a, like a public service. You're not supposed to share swabs. No. So, like, if you, you do your test and, and uh, it turns up negative, you don't just hand the swab over to the next person in the house. Listen, you dingbats, I'm giving you this test, and I'm trusting you that you will do this
1: properly and not share swabs among your family members. That's disgusting, and it's uncalled for, and it doesn't work.
0: And I don't think regular Q-tips do the, uh, the job either. I think no. you need the specific swab yeah I believe you do I mean I don't know that for sure I mean I'm just saying don't uh, don't try to make a don't try to do it yourself like a like a like a like a, a makeshift home kit y- mm. you may you may not get the results you're looking for
1: well you could really uh, screw with somebody and get one of those pregnancy tests and uh, just uh, mess with the you know, Ooh, that would C be, and... that
0: would be hilarious wouldn't it
1: you know the thing that gets me on those home tests is the negative is C. Which would think you would think that it stands for COVID, true, but it doesn't.
0: It, what it stands for is C. I'm
1: negative. See, I told you you were po- negative. That's it. Uh, but Mayor Dom Dom's going to be handing out those test kits. Listen, all you dingbats out there want a test kit? I just tested positive <laughs> for being awesome. That's right. what happened there. Yeah, yeah.
0: See, the one I had, uh, there was like a C stood for control and S stood for sample. See, I thought C always stood for cookie and cookie was good enough for me. It does. But in the case of COVID, C, C stands for control. Huh. You know, two lines is positive. Yeah. One line is negative. This is you stupid. wait your 15 minutes and then boom, you find out whether you're negative or positive. This
1: is way too confusing.
0: It's not that confusing. Yeah. It's really not that difficult to figure out. A uh, Ludlow man was arrested Friday for wee
1: charges and uh, resisting arrest, which resulted in him being tasered by an officer. I believe
0: it's your what? You're supposed to say, I believe it's OUI. Oh, I believe it's OUI, Steve. No, it's wee. I'm going to do donuts around a cop. No, that's a mistake, actually.
1: According to the Ludlow Police, the department received a phone call at 2.19 p.m. Friday afternoon from a concerned driver of a suspicious vehicle on Chapin Street that possibly involved a drunk driver. The vehicle was described as a 2000 white Chevy Silverado truck. Officers were able to locate the vehicle on the same road and made a traffic stop on the vehicle in a business parking lot on Center Street. The officer got out of his vehicle and told 34-year-old Michael Martin of Ludlow to stop his vehicle. Martin continued to drive around the officer. And then head back onto Chapin Street.
0: Mm. You know, Stop me if you can, coppers! You know, uh, it, it, it's, it's hard to justify anyone uh, behaving this way, but it does say an awful lot about the Silverados handling on the road.
1: Yeah, especially to do donuts around a police officer.
0: We'll have to ask uh, Mike Quincy the next time he's on about uh, just that. What's the best vehicle to do donuts
1: around an officer? Yeah if, yeah, if I've
0: been drinking all day and I want to do donuts in front of a, a public safety officer, what truck do you think would be best? He might just say the Silverado. Uh,
1: you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he did say the Chevy Silverado. They've tested that down at the Consumer Reports track many times.
0: Yeah, it's got uh, good uh, customer satisfaction and well, good
1: reliability. Once a month, they bring in cops down there, and then they uh, they chase each other around the test track.
0: I've always wondered why he never included that kind of uh, scenario in the car blog. Uh,
1: I don't know. We should ask him that next time, though. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they gave him a uh, field sobriety test test. Which they uh, say, a series of roadside assessments. A field sobriety test. Yes. Martin uh, resisted being arrested and continued to be violent through the booking process. Martin's st- uh, Police stated Martin was extremely aggressive, assaultive, and hostile towards all of the officers present. He was restrained by officers for attempting to smoke a cigarette inside the police department.
0: Oh, so many mistakes here.
1: You know, you think they'd let you go outside and do that.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, before I testify or give you a... Uh, uh, give you a confession. Do you mind if I have a smoke?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. Go yeah, ahead. Go right man. ahead. You can do that for all the prisoners. Yeah, right? you
0: just come back in about 10 minutes. Uh,
1: what is the best day to have sex
0: of the week? Ooh, best day. Yeah. Mm, boy.
1: Payday? Uh, Payday is pretty good. Wednesday is hump day. Right. As in, you know, you're over the hump of the week.
0: Right. not that the other day. Uh, you're right, yeah, but
1: The adult Toy Company Adam and Eve just polled over polled yeah, over I one bet they did over 1000 adults and asked which day of the week is the best to get it on and Wednesday is last. Just over half the people say they don't have a preference, but for people who do Wednesday and Thursday are the last are last with just 6% of the vote each, so it actually tied together.
0: See, I don't know if I have a uh, a preferred day. I don't. Uh, I think any day that you can get it is uh, is a good day.
1: Yeah, but I can see where their point is that like Wednesday or Thursday, you're not really feeling Randy. You know what I mean? You well, get who's to, this
0: Randy fella?
1: Well, he's met him down at uh, Geraldine several times, and uh, he's a very nice gentleman. Anyway, uh, Randy says <laughs> he says uh, you know you can just. Uh, Tuesday or or Wednesday, Thursday, not good days. Saturday, that's the number one day. That's
0: a good day. Uh,
1: Friday is next with 23%. Then there's a pretty steep drop-off. Sunday is third with 12%. And then Monday and Tuesday with 9% each. And then, of course, Wednesday Thursday with the 6%.
0: I don't know what it is about Tuesdays. I think Tuesdays are the day uh, of the week that I am the most tired. Like, I put so much energy into Monday that on Tuesday I'm kind of depleted. I don't really have the energy to give you much of anything on a Tuesday. Yeah, I kind of But like. most of the
1: days of the week, I'm pretty good. Friday and Saturday got an even bigger share of the vote this time, but Sunday is less uh, popular than it used to be because they did this poll 10 years ago. Wednesday and Thursday also dropped in popularity. Well, what about uh, the Starland Vocal brand- Band who uh, would say afternoon delight?
0: Yeah, but they don't specify what day of the week. They're just saying that they like it in the afternoon. And I can't argue with them. Well, you're going to <clears> find
1: <throat> your baby. You gotta hold it tight. You're gonna grab some afternoon delight. Yes. You think it would be uh, it'd be just good to have sex any day of the week.
0: But I listen any any day of the week is fine, even if it's on a Wednesday. They, you're even if you're not fully into it. Are they talking about by yourself? I don't know. No, I think
1: they mean with somebody else, an actual other person. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, mostly sunny with a high of 34. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 41. Looking at 11 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102.
0: oh yeah.
1: If your bath is old, outdated.